When we decide what matters to us, and I mean what really matters to us, we can make a few key changes and live a more meaningful life, the one we're dying to live. Hi, I'm Tony Matson, and I'm on a mission to encourage and empower women to live the life God created them for. If you're ready to rediscover your passion, redefine what's important, and recapture the time to live it, well, my friend, you're in the right place. Live the Life podcast is my roll-up-your-sleeves workshop-style show that'll help crack the code of your passion, power, peace, and purpose. I'm a Midwest gal, speaker, author, podcaster, and encourager, and I love all things God, family, and hope. So no matter your season in life, what you do, what you hope to do, or whether we're talking about the tough stuff or the triumphs, I'll be your biggest cheerleader, your loudest fan, and yep, you guessed it, I'll help you live the life God created you for. I'm so grateful you're on this ride with me. So here we go. This is the Live the Life Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Live the Life Podcast with Tony Matson. And have I told you lately how much I appreciate you? Well, if you missed it, I do. I appreciate you showing up every week and listening and sharing the episode links with others. And now I have even more of a reason to appreciate you. Yep. It's what you're doing by way of sharing your excitement for my soon-to-be-released book, Unlikely Recruits. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, please keep it up. If you don't already know, you can order your copy of Unlikely Recruits on Amazon, just like any other product you'd order, like a coffee maker, a bed frame, or a rug. Hmm. Can you tell I'm getting ready to renovate and decorate our new lake home, our little bitty bungalow? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only this time, you can search Unlikely Recruits by Tony Matson and bam, click on buy now. In fact, it will be shipped by Amazon starting August 30th. So two days and she'll be shipped. All right, back to business. I will be the first to say that writing a book is no small undertaking. It takes time. Oh my gosh, lots of time. Commitment, patience, focus, sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifice. Time with your family, your friends, your relaxation time, your kayaking time. Yeah, you name it. You got to be ready to set it aside, at least for a period of time. And that brings me to the story about Candace and what I wanted to share with you in today's episode. So sit back, take this in. And if you're one of those peeps who's tempted to step into the world of writing, pay close attention to how Candace did it. All right. She's got a little magic going on here. So here we go. All right. Meet Candace, a gal who lived in the coziest nook of a sleepy town. Now, Candace wasn't just any old gal. She was head over heels in love with writing. You could find her day in, day out at the local bookstore, getting lost in the world spun by her favorite authors. But here's the twist. For all of her admiration of, you know, the written word, Candace hadn't mustered the guts to jot down her own stories. Picture this. One sunny morning, her room bathed in a warm golden glow, and bam, Candace gets this wild feeling. It's like a little nudge in her heart. Not pushy, just persistent. She swears it's a cosmic tap on the shoulder telling her it's time to dive into a brand new adventure, right? Taking it as a sign from the universe, or in her world and in my world, a wink from God. She decides to go all in and spill her soul onto those blank pages. You know what? At first, 
Yeah, doubt and fear were, oh my gosh, there were these annoying backseat drivers holding her creativity hostage. Her words, well, they were kind of clumsy. Her stories, ah, she kind of thought they were, I don't know, resembled pale washout versions of the vibrant worlds she's cooked up in her mind. But you know what? With every sunrise, Candace felt something almost magically guiding her pen. Characters popped up like they'd been waiting ages to jump into her tale, spinning stories of love and bravery and redemption that were like catnip. Yeah, catnip for readers. As much as she loved writing, oh my gosh, and how it fed her spirit, she knew carving out the time to stay on the schedule was going to be a challenge. She faced a really head-scratcher. That was, you know what? How is she going to figure out what she was willing to give up to make room for her writing? She took a good look at her daily grind. It hit her that hanging out with friends every other evening and binge-watching late-night shows maybe was stealing some precious hours from her writing sessions. So she made the bold move to cut down on socializing and TV time, all to throw herself into her writing groove. But that wasn't all. Candace decided to ditch some commitments that were eating up her time and not aligning with her writing dreams. It was tough, but she stepped down from organizing local events, admitting that to climb this creative mountain, yeah, baby, she had to let go of a few of the footholds. She didn't stop there, though. Candace sat down with her nearest and dearest and spilled her guts about her writing ambitions and asked for their understanding and support. And miraculously, her family and friends rallied behind her. They chipped in with chores and other errands, basically creating a force field so she could have the headspace and the time to write. And as the weather went through its whole song and dance, Candace underwent a transformation that's almost movie-worthy. That shy newbie writer, poof, she morphed into this confident storyteller, words flowing from her like lyrics in a catchy tune. Even the town noticed the change. Her story started taking up real estate in the bookstore shelves, captivating folks left and right, sparking passions they never even knew they had. And when her book was finally a wrap, Candace had this aha moment. Turns out, her new gig wasn't just about writing. It was about spreading hope and faith. Yeah, like a big old cosmic megaphone. That whisper in her heart, yes, it was like a VIP invite to use her love for something higher than herself, to make hearts skip a beat and minds catch on fire. And the grand finale, yeah, Candace's journey went from, I don't know, like a timid baby step into a full-on swagger, all because she danced to the tune of her calling, following that nudge from God himself. After all, God always wants us to discover and use the passions he's given us to live the life he created us for, right? Through all these changes, Candace discovered that the sacrifices she was making, they weren't bummers. They were like down payments on her dream. 
With each story she penned, as it resonated with more and more readers, she realized that the satisfaction and sense of purpose she got from writing outweighed anything that she might have thought she missed. Yeah, Candace's journey drove home the old idea. We often need to drop something to gain something even better. Her determination to stay true to what she saw as a divine sign showed folks all around her that chasing your passions means rolling up your sleeves and making some moves and some changes. Yeah, it sure does. In doing that, she lit a fire under others to weigh their own lives and think about what they might need to shuffle around to chase their own callings with that same unshakable gusto. Yeah, is this your story? Could it be if maybe a few details were changed and you like Candace and me even, you know, maybe we were held back by our fears to begin with anyway, but then gave into the sense of adventure and trusted God. And look what happened. Yeah, indeed. Look what happened for me and what could happen for you. And I'm going to be honest, bits of that story of Candace's story, that's my story. And in the next episode, I'm going to dive deeper into my personal journey of becoming an author. And you know what? I've been asked by more than a handful of people and men and women, I might say, um, you know, what I did to stay the course and to bring this book unlikely recruits to its conclusion and publication. And, and I, and I am way happy to answer that. And first of all, I have got to say I have an amazing agent and the most helpful and supportive literary company behind me. I could not, not have done this without them. But I can tell you, it really does uh, take time, and it doesn't happen overnight. In fact, my gosh, it took me, I don't know, maybe four-ish years, <laughs> and it wasn't easy, but boy, was it worth it. I can honestly say that Unlikely Recruits is my tribute to our earthly father, who was a 20-year Army veteran who came back with really nasty PTSD and survivor's guilt, and I met that face-to-face, -face, accidentally, one evening when I was nine years old. And unlikely recruits as a tribute to our Heavenly Father, with my deep appreciation of him being my co-laborer in our therapy sessions and my co-author in the book. And it's my offer of hope to all veterans who struggle with PTSD and think it'll never get better. It's my offer of peace for the countless vets who live with anxiety and depression and are chased by the demons of their service experience. And it's my offer of proof that taking steps to get help is a proof of courage. And reading the stories within my book is proof that healing is not only possible, but it's achievable. Yes. Now, I want to share with those of you who might just be teetering on the fence of becoming a writer. And I want to tell you and really encourage you to, to lean into it and and embrace the adventure because the world needs to hear your story. The world will be impacted and helped and healed and, and show and feel love because of your story. And I've got 10 tips and tricks that I learned and I put into practice on my writing journey. And I want to share them with you. But don't worry about writing these down because I have them as a download entitled The Rookie's Guide to Writing from One Novice to Another. Doesn't that seem to fit? Sure felt like it when I wrote it. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to go one through 10, but don't forget, 
don't worry about writing them down. So number one, create your zone. You know me, I'm all about creating the zone. You know what? I want my writing environment uh, to be, you know, cozy and colorful and calm, whatever, whatever really inspires you. That's what you need to make it. Define it and then make it, right? Create your zone. Okay, set your writing schedule and protect it. Look at your calendar and decide when you can carve out time to really devote to writing, but you got to stick with it. Okay, decide. Are you a morning person? Are you an evening person? When are you most creative? That's the time you need to really capture and protect. Okay, that's number two. Number three slow down and listen. And I mean, listen to God. He's the one leading your parade. Don't leave him out. Okay. Listen, get whatever cup of coffee or a nice cup of tea or whatever it is. Just sit quietly and ask him some questions and let him answer them for you. Okay. But wait and listen for him. All right. That's number three. Slow down and listen. Number four, create your inspiration journal. I love this one. And you should see all the journals around my house. Really? I mean, grab a tablet or an empty journal or whatever creates inspiration and have it handy at all times. You never know when a juicy download is coming. So you can't miss it. You got to be ready for it. All right. Create your inspirational journal. Take it all down. Number five, set your word count goal. Um, you know, goals motivate us, right? Oh my gosh, they move us forward. And when we reach them and even blow past them, our momentum is set and it's in full swing and it is ready to perform for us. So don't be afraid to set a lofty goal. Be reasonable to begin with because you want to set yourself up for success, but don't be afraid to increase it as you really get good at it. I'm just saying, right? Set your word count, goal, and blow right by it. <laughs> All right. Number six, stay one with your new besties. And I don't mean your next door neighbor. I mean your dictionary and your thesaurus. You can get an app on your phone or use the old fashioned paper version of it. I don't know about you, but I use mine all the time and it's never far from my little paw. So number six, stay one with your new besties. All right. Okay. Next one. Number seven, be courageous. Ask for feedback. I am not kidding you. I know how terrifying that sounds, but it's really not that bad. So, really, trust me. And better now than when you submit it to your agent or your publisher and they say, what were you thinking? Back up the train and redo that. No, hear it from a friend. Hear it from someone who loves you so deeply. Right. So be courageous. Ask for feedback. Number eight, be sure your number one, your first draft is a doozy. And I don't mean a doozy like a really good doozy. I mean a really bad doozy. Make it sloppy, unedited. Let her rip. I mean awful draft. Get it out of your system. That's what your first draft is supposed to be, right? Don't you dare hit backspace until it's time. Don't say copy, paste. Don't erase. Don't do any of it right? Just do a big fat brain dump on whatever that chapter or that segment is supposed to be and just put it out there. And then when you get it all out, then you back up a little bit, reread it, reread it, edit, reread, edit, reread, edit, reread. Yes, I'm not kidding you. Edit, reread, edit, reread. <laughs> but the first one 
Let her be a doozy. Really. All right. Number nine, become a serial reader. Yep. Read, 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 and then read some more. All different genres, all different topics. Yeah. Even ones that don't interest you because you can learn so much from other authors. The more you do, the better you become. And I, I love this one because I read all the time and I learn so much and your senses become so much more sensitive to good phraseology or good descriptions or just different ways of putting things. The more you read, the more you pick up on that. And honestly, the better, the better crafting of your stories uh, will come. So, okay. Number 10, keep going no matter what, no matter what. Remember why you're writing the book and just keep going. Why? Why did I write Unlikely Recruits? I wanted to give our veterans a voice. I wanted them to be better understood. I wanted to support them, their families, and those that love them dearly. That's my why. Why would you want to put pen to paper? And that why is what's going to keep you going. So if you get in a slump, if you get discouraged, um, you sit back. You just sit back and just remember and refresh and just remember your why. Just remember your why. The world needs to hear what you have to say and they need to hear your story. Okay, I threw in a number 11 just as a bonus because I love (laughs) y'all. Never stop learning. Yeah, keep being curious, keep sorting and sifting through things and causes and topics that interest you. Put them in your inspiration journal so you don't lose them. Yeah, go to conferences, go to writing symposiums, you know, visit with other authors, go to other book launches and just get satiated in the world of writing and authorship and crafting words and language because, man, the more we learn, the better we become. Yeah, I mean, it only makes sense. No matter what it is that you want to get better at, you have to really bathe yourself in it. So, yep, number 11, never stop learning. Okay, my dears, there you have it, my 10 plus one tips and tricks to become fine-tuned and to grow your craft as a writer. Okay, I hope it helps. Remember, I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions or comments, please email me at Tony, TonyMatson.com. And please, please, please go to Amazon.com and place your order for Unlikely Recruits and ask all your friends to do the same. Remember, shipping starts August 30th. And my dears, if making an impact and helping to save veteran lives stirs your spirit, oh my gosh. You are in the right place. And my dear friends, hop on the get one and give one train. Yes, buy a book for yourself, but then buy one for a veteran or a friend or a family member of vets and give them a copy. Bless them with the hope that's oozing from these pages. I promise you it'll make a really great impact in their life. All right. Thank you, my dears, for your friendship and support. And God bless you all. And I'll see you next week. Wow, that went by fast, didn't it? Cracking the code and discovering the shifts we can make to live the life God created us for is what our time together is all about. And then some. 
If this topic resonated with you, I want to know. And if you know someone who needs to hear it, please send them the link to this episode or have them go wherever they get their podcasts and they'll find me at Live the Life Podcast with Tony Matson, or encourage them to visit the podcast page on my website, TonyMatson.com, and remind them to become a member of Tony's Circle so they get all the freebies and good stuff. After all, that's what friends do, right? Speaking of friends, do you know how much I love hearing from you and so enjoy getting your questions for my Q&A day? Remember, it's every last episode of the month, so please email me at Tony at TonyMatson.com. And I want you to know how grateful I am that you're on this ride with me. Uh, It means the world to me. God bless. And ladies, let's live like somebody left the gate open.